The Maximum Mix from the 60s through the 80s. Non-stop music. Rolling Stones. Stevie Wonder. Beatles. Classic hits. Sky Pilot Radio Las Vegas. The soundtrack of your life. Looking for a verbal hand job? Yes, 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 yes. Release your frustrations and listen to Blunt Talk on Renegade Talk Radio. They're coming to take me away, ha-ha. They're coming to take me away. Oh, hey, welcome back. Uh, another Toxic Wise-Ass show with your host, me, myself, Mark Chaplin, here on Renegade Talk Radio, your best place for talk radio from Las Vegas, a city that never sleeps, the city of lights. It's all those things. City of fun. Oh, I love Vegas. I don't get there often, but I do love Vegas. So uh, I love Atlantic City too. I love. I like. I enjoy casinos. You just have to. Be casinos are like uh, Disneyland, but for adults. That's what I always say. <clears throat> And, but you have to be careful. I mean, you can blow too much money at Disneyland or Disney World or someplace, some theme park. You can blow too much money getting tickets for Celtics games or Yankee games or whatever games you're going to, Patriots, Eagles. But you go to the you go to um, go to the, the the casinos wherever you are, whether it's Atlantic City or on a riverboat or you know the Hollywood casinos here in Maine or Vegas. You go to have some fun and you play responsibility. You have to be a disciplined gambler. And, uh, you know, have so much in your pocket when it's gone. I don't go to the ATM machine. I don't haul out my credit cards. When the cash that uh, I have that's spare that's gone, 100, 200, 300, when it's gone, I'm done. Because you get in real big trouble when you start to gamble and you go too deep. It's like swimming out in the ocean, okay? You go a quarter of a mile out, you turn around. You go two or three miles out, a shark is going to get you or something. You're going to hit your head on a buoy. Moderation, folks. Like I always say, too much water will kill you, and it will. Remember the lady that did the con to win a game station or something? She drank all kinds of water, and it killed her. And, of course, you don't get enough, you'll die. You'll dehydrate. So, in moderation, folks. You're out in the cold. Too cold, you'll freeze. Too hot, you'll melt. You'll suffocate. Moderation. Eat too much, you get obese. Not enough, you get anorexic. Thank God the good Lord tells us moderation. It should be in the Bible. But casinos are fun to go to to people watch, really. <clears throat> I think that's what a lot of people tell me. And you see the ads, and they, you know, the ads in the books, in the magazines, and on television, and it's people like James, Bo you know, looking like James Bond with the tuxedos and fancy ladies in gowns. Well, my experience is just the opposite. I mean, you see that, you do see those people, but you see like cop people in there with cowboy hats and boots on, truckers coming in, you know, old ladies with oxygen tanks. I saw a guy with two oxygen tanks. And I was losing so much, I thought of asking him if I could borrow one, because I was huffing and puffing. And I finally, I finally won back most of what I lost. I started out with like 400. I got down to like 50, and I started playing this dollar machine. And finally hit some numbers, and I, I about broke even. I might have lost a little. But I felt good about getting out of there even. Then I, I come home, and I'm gassing up, and I say, yeah, I just was at the casino. He said, the guy, the clerk tells me, yeah, I've, 
just had a guy in here, and he lost all his money for his mortgage playing poker. I'm thinking, are you kidding me? What, do you think God's on your side when you go into these places? Like the comedian once said, look at their place and look at yours. I mean, come on. That's like uh, taking on a shark, a great white, with a, uh, you know, kid's fishing pole. You know, you got to be disciplined. You certainly can't bet your mortgage. And he says, the guy tells him, no, he had no money backed up. You know, he, he didn't know how he was going to pay his mortgage. And that's just crazy. You go to gamble, I don't care if you're playing poker or the slots or the big wheel, whatever you're doing, have a budget. When the budget's gone, you're done. Come back another day. No, it's not your day. And if you're up and you're winning and you hit the ceiling, fine. And then you start to lose and lose and lose. They had a story about a lady who went to the casino. Some kind of crime mystery. But anyways, she was up like $8,000. She cashes in her $8,000. It's like 10 o'clock at night. Within two hours, she takes that $8,000 and loses it all. But goes up must come down. I know there's a lot of metaphors and analogies and quotes and sayings, but I mean, you know, like Dr. Ville says, you know, it's just common sense. Most, any trouble you have is common sense. And uh, so, you know, be, and, and you hear this even with scratch-off tickets. I people heard of people losing their homes, betting their, betting the farm, you know, really, you know, on scratch-offs. And folks, on most scratch-offs, you can't win a million dollars. Most $5 tickets are capped at 100,000. $10 tickets are capped at 250. $20 ca uh, are capped at uh, about 500 grand. And you can, you can buy $25 ones and have a chance to win a million, but I think it's like 750,000 by the time the government gets done with you. That's probably closer to 450 or five. Don't forget the government, the IRS gets their cut of whatever you're winning. They don't care about $100 winners. Mm, they don't care really about $1,000 winners. But you start winning 10 grand or more, and the IRS is a little interested in what you're doing. So uh, whenever I win and had to send my tickets in, you have to give, fill out a sheet, and you have to give your Social Security number and all that. So, But anyways, uh, moderation, folks, is the key. Well, we got a good show coming up here on the Toxic Wise Ass Show. It's coming up uh, on St. Patty's Day. We're going to have Leo the Leprechaun, Leo the Farting Leprechaun, actually, on later. So, uh, you know, we're going to have a fun show, talk about some movies, some books, some shows, uh, news, some odd, weird things coming on, and, and unfortunately some also bad news and some serious news. Here on the Toxic Wise Ass Show on Renegade Talk Radio from Las Vegas, your best place for talk radio. Quick sports note here: uh, as a great, uh, great uh, white northeast, we had a bad storm here, and uh, where my studio is located, uh, I use WHOU sometimes studio here in Holton, Maine, owned by my friend Fred Grant. I was uh, used to hang out at Fred's house. I was good best friends with his older brother, Andrew, Andrew James Grant. And um, I was kind of like Eddie Haskell. I think I mentioned that before. I was really obnoxious, a little immature. I was a, like a, a little younger than most of the guys in my class, most of the kids, and uh, looking for attention, I guess, tall and skinny, and always had a like pimple on my forehead. I could never, 
they used to paint it with makeup. <laughs> Believe me, that stands out more than the pimple itself. Don't try painting it with makeup, kids. Doesn't work. You always face something, whether you're a teenager and it's puberty and pimples and being too skinny and or uh, middle age and you start to <laughs> long for the days when you had pimples. It's uh, it's a, tre a treacherous cycle, folks. But uh, the Celtics are uh, looking like it's uh, Gordon Hayward's are saying, first they tease us with he may play this year, and then kind of the word was officially that he's not going to. And the Celtics lost to Houston by three. It was a good game, no defense, 123-120. And I'm afraid the Celtics, I mean, if they play really well, they have a chance to get to the finals. I don't know if they can beat LeBron. Toronto's really good. Washington has moments, and there's a couple sleeper teams, Milwaukee. From the West, who knows? It's, I mean, it's Golden State if they stay healthy. Uh, Marsh Madness coming up, but it looks like Gordon Hayward's not going to be playing. I'm disappointed because I think if he played and got going, there's 20 games left. If he could play like 15, 16, half a game. But anyways, uh, I don't think the Celtics uh, – it's going to be interesting. You know, I'm, I have to be a diehard fan. I have to be a green teamer and say, I think they, they I mean, they got, a, they got a, as they say, a puncher's chance. Oh, and they could get beat in the first round. They're a strange team. They definitely are better with uh, Marcus Smart batting the lineup. I think that's the first game. They're like 3-1 and one <clears throat> since he's gotten back. And, that, I mean, they had a chance to win that Houston game at Houston. So, can't complain. But we'll see. I'm looking forward to March Madness, all those cheating teams. Teams that don't cheat don't have a chance. Teams like University of Maine, Vermont, you know, teams that don't cheat. Montana State, <laughs> you know, the teams that cheat, they get to the top. You got to cheat. And I don't see how they're ever going to stop it. You know, the FBI's got better things to do, I hope, than check into college basketball. Might want to check into people that might want to shoot up a school or blow us up. So, but anyways, uh, I'll have some movie reviews. Uh, of course, I told you I saw Hostiles, and uh, it was a really good movie. And um, saw Red Sparrow about Russian spies, female spies that are like kind of hookers. And it was kind of dragged out. It was interesting, almost like a soap opera. Not really a whole lot of action, come and go. Uh, good acting, good, act, good uh, you know, settings, but um, really not much happening as far as, like, action. So don't, don't expect a James Bond type of film because you're not going to get it. My, you know, I gave it a, you know, I give it about a C plus short on it. Certainly not, not as good as Hostiles. You have to see that. That's a great movie based on a true story and just full of action and good storylines, good acting, good scenery, everything that you'd want in a movie. I, I think maybe Westerns may make a comeback, you know. They were so big uh, <clears throat> in, the course, of the 40s and the 50s, 60s. John Wayne, Clint Eastwood brought us into the 70s and 80s. Outlaw Josie Wales, punk, I'll blow your head off. Ooh, that was Clint. Uh, I always wanted to see John Wayne and and Clint Eastwood make a movie together. Oh, come on, Clint. Um, I'll be right there, Duke. Yeah, that would have been interesting. 
you know, one of those uh, dream team fantasy. Like they have fantasy baseball and fantasy sports, you know, fantasy movies, you know. That would have been cool. Like, uh, well, they did do like, a, I, I love the, the horror movies, Frankenstein, Dracula. And they used to do House of Frankenstein. Frankenstein? <laughs> Just created a new, new monster, Frankenstein. Or Krakenstein. He's on crack. Count Crackula. Blah, give me some crack. But anyways, yeah, uh, those are good movies. And I'll have some more to talk about uh, later on in the show. Like I say, St. Paddy's Day coming up. St. Paddy's Day is going to be on uh, a Saturday night. So that should be interesting to see. Short and bigories always have to be lucky charms. Hello, this is Vladimir Putin, President of Russia, wishing all Americans, even though I hate some of you, but wishing you all happy uh, Leprechaun Day, how do you say it? Uh, St. Patrick's Day. Das Vidania. Bugger off, you bastards. Well, that was uh, Vladimir pushing, pushing. <laughs> yeah, he's been pushing things, hasn't he? That was Vladimir Putin wishing everybody a uh, a happy St. Patrick's Day, which is coming up uh, in a, about 10, 11 days, whatever. And it's uh, again, it's on a Saturday night, uh, so you'll be able to tie one on and sleep in Sunday unless you're going to church or something. And even if you are, you can still go to church uh, half in a bag or with a hangover. But um, my days of partying too hard on St. Patrick's, uh, when you hit 50, those days slow down, you know. Uh, you know, drinking age was 18 when I was uh, a kid. So um, from the college years, uh, on and then they, then they raised it up a year every cent. So I was I kind of went with the what do they call it the grandfather clause. When it was uh, 18, I was 18. When it was 19, I was 19. I kind of jumped up with every other, all the years right up until it was 21 when I got out of college. So I kind of grandfather clause out on that. They uh, raised it gradually. It went 18, 19, 20, and then stopped at 21. Yes, folks, you can go to Iraq or Vietnam. You can go to uh, Afghanistan and get your hands or head blown off, but you can't have a beer. Makes no sense. But anyways, uh, we've covered that subject before, and I'll certainly cover it again. But yeah, oh, good old St. Patrick's Day coming up soon. Hello, this is Leo the Farting Leprechaun. Wishing you a happy St. Patrick's Day is coming up. And to that Putin, you can stick it up your arse, Putin. We don't want to hear from you. <laughs> oh, there goes another fart by me. Leo the Fartin' Leprechaun. Happy St. Patrick's Day. Coming up to y'all. Be careful. Don't drink and drive. Well, that was uh, Leo the Leprechaun, who's going to be making some... Uh, Candidate cameo appearances here on our show, uh, the Toxic Wise Ass Show, because it, uh, we got we always try to celebrate all the holidays and uh, 
Easter, Christmas. Uh, we especially have fun at, of course, Halloween with our Count uh, Cracula, and, and then, of course, Christmas time with Santa Claus. But uh, we got St. Patty's Day coming up, and that's what we're going to celebrate. And then, like uh, Leo Leprechaun said, you know, celebrate, go out and have a good time, and uh, have a blast. But uh, drink responsibly. You certainly just not just because of drunk driving or DUI. You also just don't want to make yourself sick. I had friends in college that were drank too much and had more alcohol and blood. We had to rush one of my buddies. Uh, he was a big fellow, 6'6", six, six, about 260. And we had to take him to the hospital because he was doing shots all night on St. Patty's Day and he ended up uh, in the ER. So you got to be careful about that, you know. Uh, not just drunk driving, but you could make yourself sick. You don't want to be doing that. Moderation, like we say here on the Toxic Wise Ass Show, here on Renegade Talk Radio, the best in talk radio. Well, the uh, the Academy Awards are uh, were already done, and uh, some of the conservative uh, networks, uh, Fox, have pointed out that Jimmy Kimmel hosting and talking about the Me Too, the sexual harassment movement this uh, this comes from Jimmy Kimmel a guy who was letting teenage girls feel his crotch when he did shows on Comedy Central I think it was the man show the hypocrisy I'm, I listen I'm not uh, a Democrat I'm not a Republican I vote for the person more of a I guess libertarian I think the system needs to be revamped one politician pointed out that Republicans and Democrats they really don't care about people they just don't or we'd have great health care but the uh, best movie was The Shape of Water, and uh, that that was a good movie. I liked it. It was, you know, a ripoff from The Creature from the Black Lagoon. It was like The Creature from the Black Lagoon meets Fifty Shades of Grey or something. I don't know. But it was good. It was entertaining. It was different. Best actress, I believe, was Frances McDormand in uh, Three Billboards, and that was good, too. I saw that. So can't go wrong with that. That was a good movie. Best actor went to Gary Oldman. I always thought it was Altman, but it's Oldman, O-L-D-M-A-N, for The Darkest Hour about uh, Winston Churchill and World War II, the bombing of London, basically back when uh, England was both the only country left uh, standing, well, England and Canada, was the only countries left standing in the British Empire against the, the Nazis after, after France surrendered, after Poland surrendered, and uh, the debacle at uh, Dunkirk. And this is before the United States enters the war in 1941, December 7th, of course. I watched a show about that the other day, and they were talking about how, how you know, Hitler and Germany declared war on the United States a couple days after Pearl Harbor. And a scholar, World War II scholar, said that Japan would have never attacked us if they didn't think that Germany and Italy and Hungary and Romania were going to come in on their side and declare war against the United States. Yes, folks. Hungary and Romania actually declared war on the United States and Italy. So, but anyways, getting back to the Oscars, I, it was the lowest rating ever, I do believe ever, and even was worse than last year's bad ratings. But one thing you have to remember is uh, is um, that, uh, you know, there's more choices. Back in the day, not that long ago, you know, up in the 80s and 90s, you only had maybe 10, 15 channels. Cable didn't really start to boom 
with a lot of cable channels. I mean, you had cable in the 60s and 70s, but you'd have like 10 channels, 12. I remember watching it. And most, a lot of the channels went out at midnight. But coming into the 80s, you had the, you know, Superstations, TBS, TNT, ESPN, all, and then, then it just goes crazy out of control. I remember watching HBO and seeing someone swear for the first time on TV. That was odd. It was, uh, what was the name of the movie? I think it was, uh, oh, Apocalypse Now show it was showing. And uh, this is like the 1980, 81. I was just out of college teaching. Oh, man, you never see swearing on TV. You have to go to the theater for that. But anyways, uh, that was a good movie, too. Gary Oldman and uh, our dark, The Darkest Hour it was uh, very good. They really had him fixed up. I mean, he doesn't, without makeup, he looks like nothing like Churchill, of course. But I was kind of disappointed that uh, Hostiles with Christian Bale didn't win anything. But uh, that's just the way it goes. And I was shocked to find out that... Uh, that uh, I believe Leonardo DiCaprio has not won an Oscar. I I, I did not know that because someone put on uh, Facebook. They said, "Hey, Kobe Bryant has won an Oscar, but uh, Leonardo DiCaprio hasn't." Go figure. And it is odd. And uh, do I think Kobe deserved an Oscar? No, not really. I mean, come on. It's a it's a little short cartoon or something about. I mean, I hated Kobe Bryant. I hate, I'm a Celtics fan, so I hate anybody that was a Laker. Anybody. But he's a great player. Hey, don't get me wrong. Just like I don't care for LeBron, but he's a great player. And when, when, when Kobe played for the U.S. Olympic team, when they were playing Spain, they were losing to the Gasol brothers. And the Spain team, Spanish team was really good. Man, but Kobe, Kobe picked it up, turned it on. Started stealing, hitting threes, going to the hoop. He won that game for him. He got him that gold. He got him that gold ribbon, gold medal. So, you know, I, I had to find myself cheering. If I wanted the USA to win, which I did, I had to find myself cheering for Colby Bryant. But, you know, I'm, it, I'm not in the, you know, I'm not in the judging business. Another thing about that is I always find it strange that people that judge talent shows often themselves have no talent. Isn't that odd? But, but anyways, that's the way it goes another year. And, uh, you know, I just think the Oscars are going to, our Academy Awards, and are, they're going to they're gonna slide every year because there's just so much more to watch. You don't have to watch them. Back 20, 30 years ago, you might have 10 things on, in you know, sports, news or something, and you'd end up watching it. I always did, even when I didn't know what was going on when I was a kid. Yeah, hey, what's going on? <laughs> you know, somebody's winning a prize for a movie, but... It's kind of political and interesting. Lots of times people feel the best uh, movies don't win. That's why they have the people's choice. That's more in line with what people really enjoyed and liked. Not so much artsy-fartsy stuff. But that's the way it is. That's the way it goes. And this is the Toxic Wise Ass Show here on Renegade Talk Radio. I'm your host, Mark Chaplin. Thank you for tuning in and listening. Uh, we try to have fun. We try to bring in the news, reviews, what's going on, some funny stuff to make you laugh. You laugh, you cry, you'll kiss the day goodbye. You laugh, you'll cry, you'll... Oh, how's that saying go? You laugh, you'll cry, something. I don't know. I'll have to look it up. And now from our odd news department. And folks, this is odd. Odd but true, true but odd. Um, in California on a roller coaster ride, a gentleman had a case of what my sister calls the grips diarrhea, the runs, 
the Hershey squirts, whatever you want to call it, the poopies. And he lost control. He must have had shorts on, I guess, or very loose pants because he splattered up to 14 people. Oh, my word. That's a crappy ride. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. You know, I, was, I remember being petrified of the roller coaster. <clears throat> Not, it's, I'm surprised it doesn't have, I mean, I've seen plenty of people throw up on Ferris wheels and the paratrooper, and you hear about it, but, uh, you know, the roller coaster is not for the lighthearted or the queasy stomach people. And, and I'm really surprised you don't hear this more often. Maybe it happens more often, but because of social media, you hear about it more often now. But uh, that's embarrassing. Plus, uh, it's not good to uh, have crap flying on. It reminds me of the time that the plane accidentally was flying above, Cal again, California, was flying above... Uh, a party, a birthday girl's 16th birthday party, and for some reason they let loose the doors on the uh, sewage of the plane, and it sprayed crap all over her 16th birthday party. Now that would be what you call a crappy party. <laughs> I love that laugh. That reminds me of Muttley. Remember Muttley? Muttley and Snagglepuss. I guess they were the same. And Precious Pop. They were this. They were kind of like the same three characters, I guess, but they all had that. <laughs> but I guess Muttley's probably best known for it, Dick Dastardly. Remember they were after the pigeon? But anyways, um, so that, uh, that's, uh, that is true, folks. Also, I think in New York they busted a gang of, well, you're not supposed to call them midgets, and I have friends who are little people that I worked with in comedy. And uh, some of them don't care, I guess, I don't know. You know, uh, little people, a gang of little people, on, on the news feed it said midgets. So that was uh, not politically correct right off the bat. It said a midget gang gets caught, there was three men, little people, little men, uh, caught during burglaries. I guess they're just gonna get a little bit of time for doing that. <laughs> Oh, no, you, you, that's that's a bad joke. So that's it in our odd news department. And uh, it, it, like I say, it's odd, but it's true, folks. Speaking of uh, unusual, I'm watching, um, I don't know if you folks ever watched Shark Tank with Mark Cuban and Mr. Wonderful and Lori Grenier and Luke Damien and Robert Herkovec. It's a good show. I, 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 when it first came out, I wouldn't watch it. I thought, ah, that's odd. That's weird. I'm not watching that. And, uh, but I, I get, you could kind of, it's, it's addicting. Once you get watching it, you want to see if the people coming on get a deal. And it's really strange sometimes the stuff they buy into or take a percentage of or invest in. Like somebody will come on with an idea to treat cancer and they won't buy into it. But then the next person will come on with like a fart detector. Oh yeah, we want in on that. I mean, it's just really odd. Like I was watching the other night and a guy and a girl invented um, these uh, paper towels that you rewash. Oh, you'll save money, you'll help the environment. Rewash paper towels? When usually you have paper towels, you clean up the filthiest of the filthy crap, puke, dog mess, blood. Now I'm not I'm not cleaning up my blood or somebody else's blood and putting it in my wash or crap or anything like that. 
mud, even mud. So I don't know why you'd want to rewash paper towels. I'm not putting that in my uh, in my uh, washing machine or dryer or whatever. No way. Paper towels can be bought for like 88 cents for a decent roll. You heave them, that's it. Now, talking about the environment, if you have to wash them, then you're using heat, you're using water. So that kind of that notion kind of flies out the door, doesn't it? In my logic, I'm no scientist or anything, but but anyways, I do uh, I do watch the show, and they have other variations of it where people invest. Uh, Marcus Lemonis, uh, the prophet, not the prophet as in, I guess he kind of can be a prophet, a prophet and a prophet money-wise and a prophet, a cease there, where he can see the future if you're going to stay in business or not. I like Marcus Lemonis. He was adopted. Did you know that? And he's, a, of course, a billionaire. And he says he does not do like the average... Um, investment type of thing. He does not do Wall Street. He does not do the Dow Jones. He doesn't do Wall Street investments. He just invests in people, in businesses. And some are booming, and he's had a few that have flopped where people didn't pay him back or took off or, you know. And there's another show I like, too. You probably watch it. It's called uh, American Greed. And you'd think it was about people that are greedy, and it's true, but it's about usually con artists like... Uh, you know, uh, Bernie Madoff type of people that get people. Usually it's, a, usually it's a Ponzi scheme, a pyramid scheme, where you take from the first investors and it's, a, you know, you, you take a lot of money and then the bottom, it's really complicated, but it's, it's complicated, but it's not. You just take from investors and then you pay the first ones that came in a little bit so it looks, it looks like they're getting their money back. The last people that invest are probably going to get absolutely nothing back. Uh, lots of times the money is gone or disappeared or spent by the time they catch these. I, I, I mean, Bernie Madoff, he was in the billions that he scammed people. And I think, uh, I think some of the people ended up getting you know, pennies on the dollar back. But folks, there is a life's lessons. There's a, a cautionary tale. Even if you invest in legitimate situations, you can lose money, of course, or you can gain it, but at least it's legitimate. Don't invest in something. It, and, you know, I was surprised that people that got taken, there were, uh, there were uh, police chiefs and bank presidents and mayors and all kinds of people that got taken for millions of dollars. And I, can't, I couldn't find, you know, find somebody to invest 25 cents in me, but, except for my family and good friends. But uh, it's uh, those are those are some of the shows that I like. But I wish they'd do a show for uh, people that have uh, film ideas or TV scripts. And I've talked to some of the casting people, casting agents and talent agents and managers about, why don't you have a show like that? If I have a good idea for a show, can I pitch it? But everything's about products right now. It'll probably come along soon, I'm sure. But it kind of sucks because I know a lot of comedians, a lot of writers have good ideas for horror movies or comedies or whatever, documentaries. They just can't get the money to make it. And probably their only chance is to get on like uh, Kickstarter or one of those sites where you can raise money. And uh, I, I, know, I guess that works for a lot of people. I've even seen people get cars from it. Like, my car broke down. I got a Kickstarter. And they get, and they're like within couple, three weeks, they get enough to buy a, 
you know, eleven, twelve thousand dollar car. So I guess that does work, and that's what uh, people have to use for now, because certainly the days of banks investing blindly are gone. If you go to get money from a bank, and you know, you can't blame them. They want solid uh, backup. They want uh, solid collateral. You're not just going to go in. I remember when I was first teaching, I had a, I had an idea to you know set up video stores back with the VHS days, the uh, 80s. And so I got a loan for like five grand. I bought a bunch of tapes and some machines, and I put them in stores. And I made I made out well for several years until, you know, uh, it, you know the uh, satellites came in and so forth. Then the DVDs came in. So, um, but I would I could never get a loan like that again. I just went in. I knew the the guy. I knew the lender. He knew me. We played basketball in high school together in men's league. And uh, but you can't. And, and I tried to get another loan from him later on, and they changed the way they did things. So you're not getting a loan from a bank nowadays, not without uh, solid uh, capital behind you or 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 collateral. That's for sure. Well, folks, here in the great uh, northeast, the great white northeast, we are really going to be white because we have our second nor'easter in as many weeks uh, coming upon us. It's already in the Boston area and coming up. So uh, I don't know. The predictions are all over the place, anywhere between 2 and 150 inches. Uh, but seriously, they are. They're, uh, you know, some have 7 to 10 for uh, northern New England, others have uh, up to 24 inches. So you never know. This time of year is strange too because it can turn to rain with a few degrees on and off. Also, um, you know, the days are getting, you know, we're a few days away from spring, so the days are kind of getting warmer. And uh, so even if we do get snow, a lot of it will be, you know, melting, hopefully. Then they're talking even about a second storm coming next week. So we shall have to see. But I'm ready for spring. It's almost St. Patty's Day, short and begory, and ready for spring for sure. Hey, this is Dick Cheney. When I'm not hunting, <laughs> I'm celebrating St. Patrick's Day. <laughs> Happy St. Patrick's Day from good old Dick Cheney. Kapow! <laughs> oh boy. Celebrate, take it easy. Hello, this is Kim Jong-un. Happy St. Patrick's Day to all my American friends, and even you, Donald Trump, you Irish bastard. Thank you, this is Donald Trump. Happy St. Patrick's Day to everybody, bitch. I mean, uh... Happy St. Patty's Day. This is Leo the Leprechaun. Leo the Farting Leprechaun. Mm -hmm. Wishing everybody a happy St. Patrick's Day. Glad to hear from all my friends. And I hope you find your pot of gold under the rainbow. <laughs> Just remember to give me me share, my friends. And that was some uh, St. Patrick's Day wishes to all our friends out there, whether you're Irish or not, whatever. On St. Patty's Day, everybody's Irish, short and big hoary. 
So happy St. Patrick's Day from the Toxic Wise Ass Show here on Renegade Talk Radio. Your place for the best in talk radio. All different types. Whatever you want to talk about. Whatever you want to hear about. We got it here. From Las Vegas, the Toxic Wise Ass Show studios and the Renegade Talk Radio studios. The best in the world for uh, talk radio. So... Um, you know, we have no constraints. We can kind of talk about what we want, say what we want. But, um, like, you know me, I'm not political, so I, uh, I just feel that both parties have let us down. Maybe it's time for a third strong party, but I will probably won't live to see it, but maybe it'll happen. Who knows? But anyways, let's get back to Happy St. Patrick's Day from all of us here at the Toxic Wise Ass Show and Renegade Talk Radio. Well, daylight saving time is coming upon us where we turn the clocks. Uh, we spring back. Seems like we just fell ahead or fall ahead. But it's been a long winter, folks. And every winter they say, well, this might not be too bad. And it's bad. I mean, up till Christmas it hadn't been too bad. But about a week before Christmas, bang, we got hit with snow. We got hit with cold. 35 below. One night in January, it was so cold. We had snow. The snow froze because it was so cold and windy at night. I couldn't even get my garage door open. I had to use five cans of de-icer to get out of my own garage. The door had uh, was blocked by snow. My, 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 plow, my, my, my plow man, Dan the plow man, he came and plowed me out, but he, can't, he can only get so far up to the garage door. I've got to go out and shovel. The, all the doors were, we were like frozen inside. It was like a friggin' Stephen King movie. You know, like a twilight zone. We were frozen inside. But I finally, after five cans of those big yellow de-icer sprays, I finally got the garage door open. So it's been a long winter. And I hate to wish me life away, me friends, but I, I am very anxious for spring. And we got March Madness coming up for basketball. Some of the tournaments have already been decided. Here in Maine, they, uh, I don't know if, what you'd call it, but they kind of, I don't know if they let go or fired the... Uh, the head men's basketball coach, and they replaced him with a man, Richard Barron, who used to coach the women. Uh, after after the last four years, they went 24 and 100. But you got to remember, folks, they're not cheating. They're not offering $100,000 in an envelope to come here. They need to have two divisions, ones. Division one where you cheat, and division one where you play by the rules. Or don't have any rules, one or the other. My alma mater, UMFK, made the Final Four in their conference in their championship, and they got beat uh, in the Final Four in the semis. But congratulations to them on a fine season. 23 wins, 9 losses. Great year. Last year, I think they were 27-5. and five. So we'll, you know, I look, always look forward. They have a couple national championships in soccer, in women's soccer and men's soccer. Been to the Final Four in men's basketball a few times, conference champions. Uh, national champions about five or six years ago in their uh, conference. So it's been um, it's been very interesting. Been a long winter. I love basketball, and we're gonna get a, we're we're, we're going to get a, our our nor'easter, and I guess another one next week. So we'll have to see what happens. And my basketball night, which is usually the Mondays and Thursdays, is going to be canceled probably. So I'm not going to get my workout. I'll have to go swimming or something. And uh, 
maybe shoveling. <laughs> That'll be my workout. They'll find me frozen. But the days are getting longer. They're getting warmer. It stays light till about 5.30. And um, we've had some nice days, some cold ones too, but we've had some, the birds were actually out chirping. I love to feed the birds, by the way. <clears throat> I love to feed animals. I used to, like I said, I used to go hunting, but I never shot anything. Tin cans. I just, I discovered I just like to go target shooting. Then I sold all my guns, and so, you know, that's that. It's no wonder I didn't shoot somebody, old folks. I had a, some close calls where I almost shot a friend in high school. We were eating lunch. We got up. My gun went off. I forgot to put the safety on. So you, you have to be careful. But I, 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 target shooting is fun, but I know I'm not into killing animals. I mean, it has to be done. The moose and the deer have to be thinned. I'm not big on hunting elephants or anything like that. I would never, ever do that. It's very bad luck to kill an elephant, first of all. I know Donald Trump's kids like to go hunting big game. You want to hunt big game? Go to hunt ISIS. That would impress me. That would impress anybody. Go shoot ISIS. Get a gun and go shoot at them. You know why you won't? Because they fucking shoot back. Right. The measure of a man is not how he can hunt. I mean, you have an M16, the deer, moose, they have nothing. Their senses, somebody once told me. But, uh, you know, if you, gain, if you shoot it and you harvest it and you use it, I'm all for it. I have no objections to it. But uh, going overseas or Africa or shooting something just to put in a trophy, go, go shoot some ISIS guys and and mount their heads. That would impress me, folks. That would impress me. Well, folks, this about wraps up. The, uh, and in, the, in national news, there's not much uh, to report. The same crap with Russia. Why Russia would, wouldn't want Hillary? If I'm Russia, I would have wanted Hillary in the office. Because Trump can be kind of nutty. You know? And, you know he's kind of unpredictable. Predictable, but yet unpredictable. But it looks like maybe things in North Korea will get straightened out between North and South Korea. Who knows? Who knows? Walk softly and carry a big stick. Is that going to work? Who knows? But, you know, I'm not much for politicalizing anything or news. Everything's politicized. politicized. And someone mentioned that the other day. And be careful of Facebook hackers that are out there. Uh, I am probably going to be hacked as I say this. <laughs> But I don't think I have been yet because I checked to see if there's any other me's out there. And hopefully it doesn't. Because I'd hate to redo my page. That would be a pain. One of my friends, Kevin, just had to do redo his page. And he wasn't happy. Kevin DeBacco, film, film producer from New Gloucester, Maine. Film and writer. Very good writer. I've talked about him before on here. But anyway, that's our show for, uh, for this day and age. So we'll see you next time. Thanks for uh, tuning in and listening, and we'll see you on the next Toxic Wise Ass Show here on Renegade Talk Radio. Thanks for tuning in. We'll have some more uh, St. Patrick's Day special skits and segments. So uh, we'll see you on the next show. Again, thanks for tuning in. I do appreciate it. Hope you find your pot of gold.
Kids don't play outside.